BBC Radio Homicide. It's the late license with me, David Reeves. Uh, we're in the middlemen of the movie zone. Uh, local film critic Jamie Kerwick is here. Hello. And uh, now we can go live on the line to the editor of fanboyplanet.com. It's Derek McCaw. Hello. How's everybody doing? Yeah, we're all doing pretty good here. Uh, Derek, what's it like in California at the moment? Uh, well, actually, we are uh, a little... Uh, it's rainy, and uh, so we've gotten... Autumn finally kicked in, so... Oh. Well, that's, uh, you could have said it was lovely and sunny and warm, and it would have warmed everyone up. And All right, well, if you want to believe that, is it? Uh, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Well, I'm sitting, sitting next to a lamp, so there's, you know, there is warmth here. Good. <laughs> now, I understand it's been a busy week in Hollywood. Um, there's news that we're going to have the big film, like, I think it's, um, it's a Marvel comic adaptation of the Iron Man. Right, Iron Man, which uh, is, of course, being directed by John Favreau, who uh, wrote Swingers and, and directed, uh, let's see, Zarutra last year. Uh, Zathura, I'm sorry, I always say Zarutra. Uh, Zathura last year and uh, directed Elf is directing Iron Man, and he announced last week officially he had found his Iron Man. And it's a kind of a surprising choice, but it's someone who bulked up, really wanted the wanted the role, and I think needs the role to kind of get himself back in the good graces where he belongs. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. has now, been Now, I announced. think I get, I get confused because the story of the Iron Man that I'm familiar with, I don't know if Jamie was, it's a book that I certainly, you know, read as, you know, was read to as a child, was the story of this man who was an iron giant that lived underground, and then there was some huge dragon that came to... You just get confused where comic books are concerned. But this is obviously the comic book one, and I, I was thinking it was a... I'm sure people listening will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But well, remember, the we Americans have no cultural history, so we create our own. <laughs> and... <laughs> So we might steal your names, but we uh, we bring them over here. Uh, yeah, Iron Man, it was actually originally, uh, and they're doing obviously some updating, because it was set in the Vietnam War, at least yeah. his origin. He was, uh, he was an arms dealer, basically, an arms developer who got caught in an explosion while touring a battle battle site in Vietnam. And uh, shrapnel came to his heart, and, the, and this Viet Cong group had kidnapped him, and, or I guess rescued him, and made him build a weapon. And instead, in that logic of comic books, instead of building an actual weapon, and they didn't check on him, he built a suit of armor that also doubled as a pacemaker and saved, it kept his, his heart beating. So it's somewhere between Robocop and Superman? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. The Robocop borrowed quite heavily uh, right. from the Iron Man does. So. Oh, okay. Now, I'm looking forward to a, big, a film that's done incredibly well over here, certainly the two films, have been The Bourne Identity and The Bourne Supremacy, starring Matt Damon. Now, there's, Excellent a, there's a third coming out called The Bourne Ultimatum. Yes, I don't think they've actually begun filming on it yet, but yes, they are planning for that, I think, uh, shooting for next summer to be one of our big temples of, of 2007. And the big news this week then was that they have signed their villain, who is a very intriguing actor, Gail Garcia Bernal, who is currently in The Science of Sleep. Yeah, and he was in The Motorcycle Diaries, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. Yes. Very good. Yeah. good in that. Yeah. And uh, wasn't he also in uh, E2 Mama Tambien? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So there we go. This is, this is an actor with a lot of charisma. I mean, there's a lot of interesting casting going on in general. It seems like, for whatever reason, and I'm not going to, uh, I'm not really going to question it too too harshly, is that uh, studio executives are allowing people to make interesting, good choices, and it's not just about I've box office. Playing really good actors instead of just the uh, big man of the day. The big man of the day. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Nice. I mean, well, and the Bourne films are in a different category, I think, because uh, already you've got Matt Damon, who is uh, a rarity, uh, 
you know that he is both he is a fairly decent box office attraction people do go yeah. based on to a movie based on Matt Damon being in it but he also is a really good actor. Do we yeah. have do we have a director assigned to this one just yet? Uh, I have not read that. It's I, Paul Greengrass. Is, oh, is it Paul Greengrass again? Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Quite nitty gritty, I would imagine. That was quite oh, yeah. a, a the real. Bond supremacy was superb. That car chase through Moscow. If anybody. Yeah, knows. I guess Paul Greengrass was free to do this because he had uh, the Paramount had cancelled uh, Watchmen, which he was going to direct, which was an adaptation yeah. of a famous. Uh, graphic novel yeah. that got cancelled so he was free to do this so. well let's talk about uh, the next is it going to be the next Harry Potter it's called the Spiderwick Chronicles what can you tell us about this Derek no, the Spiderwick Chronicles is uh, it's another fantasy novel uh, novel series for, for young uh, young people uh, about a brother and sister who enter a magical land or discover a magical land of fairies and elves and, and some sort of war and they've got to be the saviors it's one that uh, Paramount is ramping up because they're you know after the Harry Potter series uh, became really popular and translated into into cinema. Then, of course, every studio has been trying to jump on the bandwagon. I think we talked about a couple months ago how uh, uh, there's a new line that announced they have his dark materials. They're just yeah. looking through, uh, you know, which is great. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do the ending of that one since it's basically uh, reached the conclusion that there is no God. Uh, that's not going to play well in the South. I'm spoiling it for everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a, you know, it, it's an anti-theistic uh, trilogy. I know there's enough writing out there. I don't think that's necessarily really a spoiler, but it, it's. Uh, it, that, that, uh, so Paramount has bought the Spiderwick Chronicles, and this week uh, announced that they, they're talking to uh, Martin Short, Joan Plowright, Nick Nolte, Mary Louise Parker, a lot of uh, really talented adults, again, saying that, once again, actors over box office. You know, yeah. These aren't necessarily big, huge box office draws anymore, but they will make an interesting movie. Now, you've heard rumors this week in, in Hollywood that uh, the young actress who plays Hermione Granger in Harry Potter, Emma Watson, wants to leave the franchise. Yeah, I, well, I was going to ask you guys about that because uh, I have been seeing that on sites, but only as a reference as if this is something that has been going on, and I can't find the actual story yeah, that she, explains that she's dissatisfied. So I've actually, I've actually looked this up. I've, actually looked well, this, what, I've gone on the Leaky Cauldron, which is like the unofficial Harry Potter site. Okay. And uh, she's actually given an interview to... Uh, the official Harry Potter magazine, and she she basically she doesn't say she's going to quit, but she says she doesn't know whether she's going to do the last two films because they take a lot out of it. She was saying in a newspaper interview this week, actually, bless her, bless her little cotton socks, that she actually can't find a date. Oh. She, it's all about she can't find a decent man, Derek. Oh dear. Or and Hermione Granger. And that should and that should cause so many hearts to to uh, you know be thumping in sympathy there. Um, it's wrong, though, so we all know. You know, I think she's a really good actress. Uh, you know, but uh, tell me again, if any, if you've seen it, what has she done besides being Hermione? She hasn't done anything yet, I don't think. Yeah, so it's not like Daniel Radcliffe. I don't want to put poor Hermione down too much, so we're going to move on from Emma Watson. We're going to chat to Derek some more, though, about what's in the Hollywood pipeline, but let's have some beautiful sound. Now, this is Dumb, chatting then some more to my man in America, Derek McCaw, editor of FamFanBoyPlanet.com, next. So, yes, a great local band then. Derek, what do you think of that? That's the Beautiful South and Dumb. Oh, that was, uh, I like that tune. Have you heard of the Beautiful South, Derek? No, I haven't, although was that uh, mentioned this week on the MySpace? 
I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. Who on the MySpace blog, is that one of the Hannah Hannah's top three of the week? Oh no, it wasn't. No, no, no it wasn't one of Hannah's. Uh, the sexy sound of Husky Hannah Horton. It wasn't one of hers, but that certainly is. Uh, that's on our Radio Homicide playlist. But um, they are a very good local band. Okay, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, for years, but we, um, we, they we, are from this area. No, yeah, well, that's that's uh, and that's cool. Like, I'll, uh, I'll send you some of their CDs. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you the next BBC package. Oh, very good. Yeah. I love those. Just like a big BBC package. Well, we'll carry on. Derek, <laughs> what else are we going to look at today? We've got uh, details of... Um, Die Hard 4. Die Hard 4, yes. Jeffrey Wright, again, uh, we're talking, it's, it's a good week for villains, uh, you know, because this, this thing. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, who is, uh, was, I guess, most recently in The Lady in the Water, uh, yeah. and, but he was in Shaft years ago, uh, and I'm trying to think of other films he's been in. He's a really good actor and all, almost always uh, steals he's, the movie away. He's going to be in the new Bond as well. Is he going to be in the new Bond? Yeah, it's in Casino Royale. He's playing, uh, oh, God, what's his name? He's CIA agent. Oh, oh he's uh, Felix Leiter. Felix Leiter, yeah. So oh. when can we expect uh, Die Hard 4 to hit our screens? Again, we're shooting that for next uh, for next summer, and it's actually called Live Free or Die Hard. Well, because I only read today, and this is an aside now, Derek, that um, they're, they're, uh, Rocky Six is coming out in, in February. Uh, we, uh, we're supposed to be getting it in November here. I'm, yeah, we, we get it in February. I did not know that, and I only read about it today. I was thinking, uh, isn't uh, Sylvester Stallone like 60? Yes, he is, and it's actually called Rocky Balboa. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I suppose it's an interesting and yet pathetic premise that uh, a, a current heavyweight champ uh, on some sort of like ESPN show, uh, they do a computer simulation pitting him like a video game version of him versus a video game version of Rocky. Balboa and Rocky wins so the champ can't stand that and challenges the now <laughs> sexagenarian uh, Rocky to train and come out of retirement and actually do the fight for real do you think this is going to make a nice uh, clean end to the to Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 is <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he going to finally say you know what I'm going to hang up the gloves that's going to be it can you bring a Zimmer frame into the, into the boxing ring that's what I would have you know what I, what I think back to is an airplane 2 there's a little visual gag of like a Rocky 32 with a really fr- <laughs> and, and I think that's what's happening here is he's just never quite going to give up he's trying to find a good way to do a Rambo 4 oh, he is yeah Yeah, he's trying to look for the right I think he did finally settle on um, uh, Indonesia I think Rocky's going to uh, I Rocky. going to solve the war in Iraq like the one in Afghanistan <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um, right. okay let's, let's wrap things up then Derek <laughs> You mentioned, uh, Jamie's heard of this, it's uh, a new TV show in America that's called Heroes, you, you're raving about it, so it's very good. Jamie said it's going to be out in this country on the Sci-Fi Channel next year? In January, yeah. In January, okay, yeah. What do you expect from Heroes? Well, the ratings have been decent. Uh, this is a year that everybody is, uh, that the networks have been trying to duplicate the success of Lost, the idea of creating some sort of huge conspiracy in a series, uh, you know, complicated storylines, and they realize, of course, that people do like... Um, science fiction, they like the, the aura of the fantastic. And heroes, uh, at this point, the characters aren't quite interconnecting yet. It's not, they're not stuck on an island. It, it's global. That there is some sort of event, it also is borrowing, I think, heavily but quietly from X-Men, that ordinary people suddenly realize that they have different abilities, super abilities. One man can tell the future through his paintings. Uh, there's a man in Japan who realizes he can bend time and space and can teleport and 
and warn people of the future. Uh, and there's a, a stripper in uh, Las Vegas who develops super strength and uh, apparently a split personality to go along with it. Uh, it's told uh, it's got a really great cast, uh, people that, you'd, that you've recognized as sort of character actors in movies you've liked over the last few years. Uh, and, they're, and they're there uh, as it tells these stories come piecing together. There's going to be one character has seen an event in the future that if these beings, if these people with super abilities do not figure it out and band together, there's going to be a huge cataclysm that is going to destroy, well, I think it's wiping New York off the face of the earth. Yeah, I've actually, I've actually seen the first episode. No, I've seen the first episode as well. Uh, yeah, and I actually really enjoyed it. It's, I don't know about anyone else, it sounds like my cup of tea. I'll be watching that in January. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting show. It is an interesting show. Derek, thank you for so much for your time uh, this week. You are now, welcome. Derek, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but you have two lovely gentlemen keeping you company next Thursday. Oh. You have Jonathan and Marcus, and you'll have four, you'll have three men in the studio just talking to you next week. All right. Yeah, so, you know, my question is, is you're, you're launching all these other guys. When are Jamie and I getting our own show? Well, <laughs> I've been pushing for it. <laughs> he, he, hasn't, he hasn't quite got his BBC badge just yet. He's, still, he's working on that one. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan and Marcus are going to be presenting the late license next week. Bless them. They do a great job. I know they will. And they'll be chatting to you next week, Derek. All right. All right. Very good. And I shall talk to you in a couple of weeks' time, mate. All right. Okay. Have See you then. Have a nice rest of your afternoon. Take care, Derek. I know I will. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Derek then chatting to Marcus, Jonathan, and Jamie on the show next week. Right there. Let's have some more music. Here's the mummers and the puppers. Oh,